Hello. Hello out there. Hi, guys. <laughs> Welcome back to The Gripe. Hello. That's Allison. And that is Kai. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. It is, um, it's awesome. Yeah. Life is sweet. Yeah, well, <laughs> the world wants to know. Tell us how your opening day was. Our opening day of blissness. Yes. Um, <laughs> Somebody's got a joke. <laughs> it was so great. We had a really awesome weekend with um, the opening of, of my brand new yoga studio called Maven. Um, and we had people coming in and out the whole day. Um, about 60 people come in for class. Uh, it was just a great, great way to kick off um, our studio and um, see the faces of people that that are members now. And yeah, you came and all of the friends were there. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I think that it's pretty cool, you know, opening, soft opening day, and you had 60 people. That's insane yeah it's pretty nuts you know i've opened a yoga studio or two in my day for other companies obviously not my own and the first few days are pretty quiet yeah they're kind of rough yeah lots of no-shows and you haven't had that yeah zero no-shows that's awesome yeah so congratulations thank you yeah thanks so much um it's all brand new you know like every like this is a different world for me now different life mm -hmm. so it's kind of it's weird that way how does it feel different um, like, you know, I, I haven't taught yoga classes in, in like almost a month mm-hmm. and it's weird to get teaching again. Yeah. Like I said, it's like, I need to find my teaching legs and, um, it finally kind of kicked in this morning. It's like, okay, I'm back to my, my old self, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like thinking of all the things that the, that are happening, um, yeah. you know, am I loud enough? You know, it's like, can people hear me? Am I in the right place in the room? Like, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I could hear you, especially when you gave me shit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, he's like, all right, let's all meet on our hands and knees. And I was sweating balls. Sweating I was sweat. so hot. I was looking at myself in the mirror because my hair always does crazy <laughs> things. And he was like, uh, hands and knees now, please. Like, now. I was like... <laughs> I was joking. I was like, it's a good thing this was FRE class. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have some stuff to say about it. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great vibe. Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, you know, I was obviously there and it was a really great experience for me too because I got fangirled. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> So not only was the day about you, it was a little Little bit bit about me. A good deal about you. Not a good deal. Probably about 95% about you, 5% about me. So two listeners came over, Joe and Nikki. Hi, guys. And they were like, I'm your biggest fan. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like we would be best friends. I want to text you all the time. And I was like... Is this what it feels like to be a celebrity? <laughs> Stop it right now. And if it does, <laughs> give I'm into me more. It. Ah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'll give you guys my phone number. Text me. Text me your gripes. <laughs> that is my shiz. Yeah. I'm that into was fun. it. So hi Joe. Hi Nikki. So thanks. happy you're listening. And thanks for coming to the opening. That was awesome. Thank yeah. you. Um Yeah, how how was your morning? My morning was sketchy, but we're not going to go into that. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about my weekend. So How's your weekend? Yeah. yeah. 
This past weekend, I went to Portland with our girl, Sarah. The sister city. Yep. And so I originally had to go for a baby shower. And um, I was like, I don't want to drive down to Portland and back in one day. Like, I'm going to make a weekend of it. And um, I asked our friend Sarah if she wanted to come with me. And she ended up, like, hooking it up because she... My original thought was to take the train, but she ended up driving. Then she ended up having a stay with, like, some friends of hers that live in Portland. So then I didn't even have to pay for accommodation. That's pretty cool. Um, And it was just awesome. It was good to get away um, from town. Uh, Aaron stayed with Charlotte and his his parents were in town. So Uh he obviously didn't have as much fun as I did this past weekend. (laughs) And I heard about it a little bit, like, when Charlotte was freaking out or... You know, when your parents were being parents. You know, I gotta have I have to go drink champagne. Sorry, I can't <laughs> talk. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's what happens when you're a parent. Sometimes you just have to like deal deal with it. Yeah. I've done it when Aaron took like eight fishing trips this summer. <laughs> Side eye. <laughs> What's good for the goose? <laughs> <laughs> um but here's where my mini gripe comes in. Mm-hmm. All right, so I go down there for a baby shower, and um, the, the, the person that's being honored, she has gone vegan in the past, like, year, oh. year and a half, uh-huh. and um, she's not one of those annoying vegans that... She doesn't announce it no. everywhere she goes. Um, but I don't know, like, why she made this change. I think it had something to do with animals and huh. whatever. Um, so I'm at the baby shower, and I'm eating... Baby shower food. I mean, shower food is, like, the best. That's the reason why. Like you're eating Gerber? No. uh, No. (laughs) That was only happened at my baby shower. Baby shower food. But it was, like, little sandwiches Uh and, like, cheese and all this stuff. So I take a a bite of cheese and I'm like. Oh, stop. I'm like, ugh, this is, why does this cheese taste so funky? Uh Then I realized. Was it fake cheese? It's fake cheese. No. Because I'm at a vegan baby shower. (laughs) And I'm just like... The vegans have descended. And I guess I think if you become vegan, then you give up your right to cheese. <laughs> you ha- you but have- I hear they make like good alternatives now out of like almonds. Yeah, there's cashew. Stuff. A lot yeah. of stuff was made out of cashews. Okay. And... Now, do you think that it would have been fine had you known that was what you were biting into? Because sometimes it's the surprise. More so than... Actual taste of the thing. Do you know what I mean? If I had known, I wouldn't have picked it up. (laughs) There's that too. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not vegan, and I get to eat good cheese. Yeah, but sometimes vegan food is can be really delicious. But I think if you're vegan, then you need to stick to vegetables and legumes. You're saying like don't do the meat substitutes. Don't get the cheese alternatives. Because I don't think any well meat substitutes. I don't think are good for you. Like soy. It's very soy. Yeah, not not into that. But, I mean, obviously, like, a cashew or a, an almond interpretation is fine. Uh-huh. It just doesn't taste good. Uh-huh. And so that's what I was kind of mad at. <laughs> Gagging? Yeah. Not for the wrong reasons, though. And even if Chelsea is listening to this, like, she's my girl. And I know she's not going to be mad at me because she knows how I feel about food. Like, Chelsea and I bonded. This is the gal that's pregnant, obviously. Like, we bonded over eating. Because you go to Portland and you eat because there's so much delicious food down there. Uh-huh. And Portland is, like, the birthplace of that farm-to-table. Like, it's is everything local and maybe not the birthplace, but they're very into it. Yeah. We were at a store, and they were doing, like, sparkling wine, like, champagne. 
And I heard somebody say, is this sparkling wine local? Okay, well, I'll have a glass. Oh, because if it wasn't, I wasn't going to drink it? Yeah. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's that's kind of Portland. They pride themselves on... Local. On being extra? Local. Extra Just local. kidding. Hi, Portland. <laughs> but what do you think? You think vegans deserve the right to eat to eat cheese? I, think I say can... no. <laughs> I just don't, I just feel like if, if I were vegan, it wouldn't appeal to me to eat fake things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to pretend that I'm eating cheese. I don't want to pretend that I'm eating meat, right? Yeah, you just need to go and get some hearty kale. Right. Some radicchio. <laughs> <laughs> some ridiculous. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I just feel like you're not trying to create recreate a hamburger that's that's meatless right yeah like live in that lane stay in your lane (laughs) yeah stay in your lane (laughs) don't come into my lane with your fake cheese Um, I'm gonna have so many vegans that are mad at mad. me because they're obvi- they're mad anyways because they're starving. <laughs> they're hungry. <laughs> they're starving. Um, do um, you have any mini gripes this week? I don't have any gripes. Um, like it could have been, but it wasn't, and they they happened this morning. Oh. I was um. What happened? I was sitting at our local grocery store, PCC, mm-hmm. right downstairs from us actually. And um, I would sit there minding my business, having a snack, and um, a guy came up and said, hey, can I use this seat with you? And he sat at my table. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Cool. You know, we kind of mind each other's business, and I was doing my thing. He left eventually, and then a woman came up and asked the same thing. I was like, am I just such a warm light that people are feeling they can come and sit with me like normally no no exactly it's like what's changed (laughs) what has changed you see now you're a pillar in the community oh stop it right now you're a business owner (laughs) so So you have to be you have to change your image (laughs) no I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to do that but um you know normally I'd be like um no you can just have my seat I'm gonna go I'm gonna walk away you know I'm proud of you (laughs) yeah so it could have been a gripe but no, it became a positive thing. This is the new you. <laughs> I'm into it. So that happened. It's kind of funny. Um, should we get into the main deal? Should we get into the meal? Ah! Should we get into the meal of this? <laughs> Let's get. Into it's the funny meal. because um, last week I I talked about um, about the chilies incident, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what we're talking about today. It's all about food today. Food gripes. Food gripes. Um, and there are so many. There's a good amount. Just like what we said last week, there's just so many gripes about everything. <laughs> um, so what's your first food gripe that we're talking about? My first food gripe, my list goes on and on, but if we're talking about going out to eat, mm-hmm. I would say it's just an inefficient system in a restaurant. You think restaurants are inefficient? No, not all of them. Okay. This is a Oh, you're saying, okay, got it. Like, inefficiencies. Is an annoying, too. Yeah. Right. Like, if you don't have a good system for the hostess, um, writing, you know, people's names down, if you don't have a buzzer or a Mm -hmm. text system, um, or if a bartender doesn't see you or a server doesn't see you, like, a lot of, I think, small restaurants, like, if they just have one server... 
And if they're not good at their job, mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yeah. So I, I hate to wait. Oh, yeah, totally. And I ain't patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I feel like one of my strengths in life is being efficient. Mm. Like, this is actually where... And if someone fails in that, then you're over it. Well, I just notice it, I think, very... I just notice it, I think, more often than others. Like, this is where Aaron and I actually argue. So, my husband and I work together, and we communicate very differently. Uh. So, I like to use (coughs) the least amount of words possible when describing something or looking to give action or receive action. Uh And Aaron is very, like imaginative and colorful and detailed and he likes to talk in circles and I get so (laughs) talk in circles. That's what you that's how you define it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure he doesn't see it that way. No, he doesn't see it that way. He (laughs) says he likes to give the whole story and I'm like, I don't want the whole story. (laughs) So give me the bullet points. I just want the (laughs) The bullet points. I mean this is like even the way I think it's like in dashes (laughs) and bullet points. So that an inefficient system. You gotta have an efficient system for me to come back. I mean if and if I I'm not seen. Um, I'm leaving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you, you, you you've got have... like, you you get maybe 40 seconds. 40 seconds? And then I'm out. Oh, that's fast. You think? No. Like from no. a host? Yeah. 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 Then, otherwise, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm in a pinch. Then I'll give you a minute and 20 seconds. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, and this is, uh, you know, I think people are going to agree or hate me. Um, the gluten-free thing is so everywhere. You know, and I feel like when we were growing up, it didn't exist. Yeah, but something else existed. Like, we're cyclical on these these types of things. Like, do you, you remember in the 90s, it was, everything was fat-free. Right. And everybody ate carbs. It what? was Snackwells. Snackwells cookies. Snackwells was That's exactly God's what I gift. was going to say. We <laughs> ate those fat-free uh-huh. Snackwells cookies. But Everyone those was... deviled food cake cookies were really good. <laughs> they were the good. bomb. They were really tasty. They were but good. They were not good for you. No. I mean, no. it was just all fake ingredients it was all and fake. high sugar. Yeah. And it made you sick. But it, made, it was good. But it's, I just thought, I just think that gluten-free, it just was never a thing. And then it. It's a huge thing now. Because all of a sudden, everybody has celiac disease. Everyone has that. Like if something, like, no, if someone don't. sneezed in the factory, then you might have the gluten allergy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I just think it's so funny that that's such a thing. Um, but I will say that there's um, a coffee place here in Fremont. I think it's called ETG, that little guy. Mm-hmm. And they have the most incredible gluten-free scones that you could think of. That's an oxymoron. <clears throat> it was like it was delicious. I lost my mind. This I just had to add. Why did you even try it? Because it had cheese in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed something savory. Yeah, we um, gotta give a plug for them because they have like a caramel latte and they make their own. Oh, do they? And it's so good. Yeah, like their own caramel sauce. That place is really cool. I yeah. like it. Um, well, I kind of have one that that goes with that. Yeah, it's just. Guests that talk and complain loudly about their dietary restrictions. Oh, I was I had that on my list. Like nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares what your dietary restrictions are because you know what your dietary restrictions are. So go into the restaurant knowing what you can and can't eat. Right. Right. Be an adult. Yeah. Start adulting, like you like to say. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean, if you have to ask the server, like, does this, you know, maybe just state it, like. 
don't just go on and on about it. Like, I'm gluten-free. I'm thinking of ordering this entree. Am I safe? Uh-huh. Like, I w- don't just say, I'm gluten-free. What can I eat here? Yeah, uh, figure it out. Right. You know? I hear that. Um, so I'll just skip to that that topic for me um, with people that have specific dietary needs. It's annoying for me because, okay, I think that Seattle, love me some Seattle. Hi, Seattle. Um, but we're already at a disadvantage with the food options we have. Because I don't love, like, I don't have places here that I'm like, I have to go there, you know? Like, in other places, I was like, yeah, I, that's my go-to place for this, that's my go-to place for that. Here, it's just okay. The food scene? The food scene. For me, it's just okay. Um, and so someone that has a dietary restriction, you're already, re- like, reducing so much more of that of my options if I'm going to, to eat with you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that's annoying. And, yeah, and I don't need to hear the list. Like, just figure out. Figure it out. What you can or can't eat. And we'll go from there. See, I think the food here is great. I think that we have a great food scene. I think it's great if you want to spend a lot of money. You know what I mean? But it's for like more casual things that aren't going to break your bank. I don't, I disagree with that. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, Aaron and I were out to lunch and um, there was a woman there. It was this small little bistro and I think... When a name of a restaurant has the word bistro in it. <laughs> you hate it? No. <laughs> but you have to know that you're only going to have like 10 to 12 menu options. Yeah. I feel like that's obvious. Uh-huh. Obvious. <laughs> so we're eating lunch and I hear the woman beside me complaining to her server that she thought that they were going to have more salads here because they eat no flour and no gluten. And they had two salads on the menu. Oh. So she was like, I thought you were going to have more salads here. I want more salads here. And I'm like, listen, lady. It's a bistro. It's a bistro. Uh-huh. There's only going to be two salads. And if you want certain things on a salad, ask if they can add them. All right. Yeah. I mean, a salad is something that you basically just make up yourself. Right. It's not pre-made. No. Like you can add and subtract. <laughs> It's so, going to be pretty easy to do that, you guys. Yeah. So I looked at Erin, and I'm like, she just needs to go. <laughs> I'm like, she needs to leave. Instead of complaining about how they only have two salads on the menu, just leave. Yeah. They Plus, did. there's the internet. You can, like, look it up beforehand, yeah. too. <laughs> they left. It's funny, because um, there's a place in Minneapolis uh, that I would go to in college called the Village Walk, and they literally had, like, 300 menu items. It was just page after page of things you could get and it was overwhelming right it all tasted the same it tasted exactly the same how is that possible it it was possible um it was just strange yeah but it's like everyone's go-to they're in because they have everything they have everything and um when you're kind of drunk and living a college lifestyle it doesn't matter yeah you know (laughs) Hi, Village Walk. I miss you. Send us gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I love guacamole. As do you. Yeah. Um, and I feel like guacamole, there, there are very few things that should not be messed with. Okay. Um, and so my next food gripe is about Tiffany Amber Thiessen. 
from Saved by the Bell. Yeah, Kelly I said Kapowski? it. Yeah, exactly. So you know she has like like some food blog or something where she you know is out there um, living her best life, and um, you haven't heard this, I'm assuming. Uh huh. So she enjoys a guacamole as well. Everybody does. But she adds grapefruit to her guac. She says it it brightens it up, which I think is so bizarre. But she does that in lieu of lime, lime juice, which I'm not into. Like that. But just, have you tried it? No, but I won't. You know what else she puts in to her guacamole? What? Sunflower seeds. <laughs> it sounds like the worst. <laughs> I just feel like you can't hate on it until you Stop. try it. No. I ain't mad at it. Nuh-uh. I actually, when I was in L.A. last time, we went with, with Brad and Crystal to um, this little bar, and they had guac with sunflower seeds in it, and it was annoying. Mm. We're trying to eat around the sunflowers, and oh yeah, it was that happy time. <laughs> that is so funny. I just can't be mad at Kelly Kapowski, but... <laughs> Do you remember when she was on 90210? Did you ever watch 90210? I did, like, I did. I don't know that I watched it that far into it. Yeah, this was, was after they fired Brenda. Okay. And Tiffany Amethyson came on. Anyways. Was she supposed to be? Nobody liked her. Oh. Yeah, nobody on like the... In real life? In real life, yeah. Oh. Like, nobody liked her. She had, was she short-lived she on the show? She's a diva. Uh-huh. Um, maybe she was on there a few years. Oh, it was years. Mm-hmm. That's a good run. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um... Here's one. Mm-hmm. This is more... I guess I just don't like the guests at restaurants. Because my next one is people that talk down to uh, their servers. Yeah, yeah, that's rude. Um, it embarrasses me. Huh. Yeah, so I was out to eat with a big group. And one of our the people that was with us was just like ordering a cocktail and they decided all of a sudden that they were cocktail aficionados and the cocktail came out like not to their liking and they before they sent it back they like interrogated the server Mm. about does this look like blah 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 to you (laughs) i'm gonna shame you first yeah so shame the server and then sent it back i was mortified well because like what's the server gonna say yeah like oh yeah i shouldn't have brought this out like it's my fault and no, that's not okay. Oh, man. I just think that's so embarrassing because usually there's really nothing that's important enough to me to make somebody else feel bad about it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's funny because that happened. I was at um, a cafe and I forgot what she ordered, but she ordered a drink um, and she, same thing, she asked the barista that made it like, does this look like a thi- whatever it is to you? And then she's like, "Yeah, it does. That's how I make it." And so they had this little back and forth, and I was, and she and then the barista was like, "Oh, I'm happy to remake it the way that you want me to." And then the woman was the other woman was like, "Oh no, no, it's fine, it's fine." And then she kept going back. It's like, "Are you sure that this is what I what I ordered?" And um, so it was kind of weird. It's like if you want something, if you're gonna new, make a stink about it. Get another drink. Yeah, exactly. Especially, yeah, I think that, you know, I've been in, I've never been a server, Mm -hmm. but I've worked in retail for the majority of my career. And I mean, I have a lot of instances where people have looked down on me and spoken like super really to me and you just kind of have to take it. It's part of the, the game, right? Yes. Yeah. And 
but also now I don't work in retail. I work with my husband and uh, we own a design agency and, you know, people hire us to do certain things and we, we still get talked to that way by uh, like the people that it's, it's, I think it's no matter it doesn't matter what, what you do, yeah. people are going to talk down to you. Right. And, um, I don't know. I have a problem with that because sometimes, even though I come across as sassy, I feel like I'm like overly gracious and trying to make people feel comfortable, right. and I don't always feel that in return. We might complain a lot on this <laughs> podcast, but we're really not assholes. We are really nice people. <laughs> um, so, speaking of servers, I am a little bit annoyed when there are places like Seattle they put that automatic gratuity. Oh, really? I think it's nice. No, it's not bad here, actually. Um, but there are certain restaurants, like when I was in San Diego, there were certain restaurants that were doing it automatically. And what that did was we got the worst service in those places mm. because people stopped caring. You know, they were like, they could take forever to come check on us. And um, it just was not a good um, good way to, to handle um Customers, yeah, it was it was not good. But here, I feel like people are are just nicer, um, and people are like the servers are are on point, even with the the added gratuity. We should have our friend Mary come on here because she moved to Seattle from Vegas, uh-huh. and that was her main gripe yes, about. But... She says service in Seattle is. Terrible oh, really? Compared to Las Vegas. Oh. And, like, I've only been to Vegas once, and it was when I was, like, 26, and so I wasn't eating at, like, fancy restaurants, so right. I don't know. Like The cocktails are free. Hello? I don't know the difference. <laughs> That's why she's mad, you know? <laughs> Everything's free there. <laughs> she says that everybody's just, like, so slow and not efficient, like... Here? Yeah. Huh. That it takes, like... 15 minutes to get a drink when you order at a restaurant. Like, people aren't checking up on you. She's going to the wrong places, I think. But I don't like an over-eager server. Right. Like, I don't want to constantly be checked up Right. On. Don't hover over me. I agree with or you. Or, like, try to make small talk. Because nine times out of ten, <laughs> I don't think you're funny. All right. Don't sit in my booth with me <laughs> and try to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to work here. Um... My next gripe. This is not so much um, restaurant tea, but it's food related, so I have to talk about it. Um, I have a former yoga student that I know who could not drink water. It would she couldn't drink water. It would make her gag. What? I know. Is she mental? Maybe. That sounds like a mental thing. Yeah, I think it's it's in her head. So she can drink other things, but she can't drink water. Well, she could drink Diet Coke. What? <laughs> she drank Diet Coke for as like water. But that doesn't hydrate. hydrate you. But it had to. And like I think occasionally she could drink orange juice, but like literally that was it. Like she could not she put water down. She needs to go see a therapist. Probably. Yeah. Um Isn't that wild? That is kinda crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So she'd have like a Diet Coke in the yoga room with her. That is so strange. <laughs> um, I kind of have a weird thing with water. I don't drink, I don't like cold water and I don't like water with ice in it. I think you're lying to me. No, this is serious. I've seen you take water from the fountain. That is my favorite fountain in the world. 
and it's cold water. That's because I'm getting ready to go to a hot yoga room. I drink cold water when I'm in hot yoga. Oh, okay. When I'm out at a restaurant, I won't. I don't drink the water because I like room temperature water. But I'm not gonna ask for it because oh, I'm not gonna be a diva. Yeah. I just don't drink it, and then I'll drink water when I'm done eating. Yeah, that's legit. You think that's a thing? Yeah, because well, because I mean, I'm not gonna not drink the water if, it, if there's ice in it. But at home, mine's room temperature. It kind of makes me feel crazy. Like, am I that crazy person that's like, excuse me, I only want room temperature water with <laughs> no ice, and I don't want to sound like that person, so I just don't order it. That's uh, funny. And does it have onions in it? Can you pick this up for me? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, oh yeah, we we know someone. I'm not gonna mention her name, but oh, mention her name. No. <laughs> She um, has had some, like, health issues, and she could only eat lamb and celery. Oh, God. Can you imagine? No. Like, that's all you can eat. That sounds like torture to me. Yeah. And then the day she found out that she could she could eat rice again, she was, like, so happy. Could you imagine? Like, that's all you're celebrating. Yay, rice! <laughs> it's a great day. The body is... A beautiful thing. Do not a beautiful, f it up. mysterious thing. Do not f it up. <laughs> um, what about teriyaki here in Seattle? I think that is the weirdest thing ever. The whole concept of it grosses me out. You guys, there's so much teriyaki in Seattle. There's so many restaurants that just serve that, and it it befuddles me. It's I don't understand. It's a whole thing. Like, it has a cult following. It does. Like, I feel like we talk about Allison, like, on this podcast all the time, but she's, like, the healthiest person I know, and she loves that fake, <laughs> sugary, dark It's sugar chicken. chicken. <laughs> it's so gross. And, yeah, it is sugar chicken. <laughs> like, it's high fructose corn syrup, sugar, crap. But how many... On pe- dark meat chicken. How many people are profiting from teriyaki. There's so many here in Seattle. You know what I mean? There's so many restaurants. Yeah. Yoshi. Yoshi's How? making millions. <laughs> Isn't it Yoshi's teriyaki? I have no idea. I think it is. I think it took me like two years after I moved here I to try it. it. And it's like, no. Nope. It's not. This is not good stuff. I'm not eating it. And I went to one that was like popular, you know. Yoshi's. Oh, is that the one? <laughs> no, I think it is. <laughs> And it was not great. Yeah. The hook, like, just... I like your, your face. It just looks... It Gagging. just looks gross. Yeah, I mean... Syrupy... Because I think it's, like... People describe it as, like, the perfect hangover food. Like, they want to eat that one. But not everyone's over. drunk that goes in there. Or hungover. Yeah. You know? Um, in the South, we always eat, like, greasy things if you're hungover. Like, hamburgers and mm-hmm. biscuits. Mm-hmm. So there's this place, Bojangles. And, uh-huh. uh... It's, it's chicken, right? Fried chicken, and they have the best biscuit. So I, it, you know, every region has their thing. Because uh-huh. like a fried chicken biscuit from Bojangles will just brighten up your day. <laughs> so in the Midwest, it's all about buffets. There's buffets everywhere. Like a Golden Corral. More like Asian buffets. Okay. Which is kind of funny because there's not a lot of that here, right? Mm-mm. That you know of. Yeah. Not that I know of. That's like a staple in in Minnesota. You know. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Bad Chinese food. The sneeze guard. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then the old country buffet. Did you have those? Similar things. Okay. Ours was like Ryan's is what it was called. Ryan's? Yeah. But Hi, it was, Ryan's. It was just like that. 
and Golden Corral is basically old country buffet. Is it? I, mean, I have never like been there. So where they have like everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And a carving station. Yes. Because <laughs> it's to make it fancy. <laughs> um, so you know I have an etiquette gripe. Okay. When it comes to eating. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm so, sure I've broken it. No, you. I don't think you have. Um, when I think that when you're at somebody's house or even when you're out to eat, that you shouldn't start eating until everybody has their food. Oh, yeah. So. But I, here's the thing. I feel like I agree, but we also dismiss it when we're the ones that are waiting for our food. You know, like if my food hasn't come, I'm like, you guys start, go ahead. Yeah. But I would, I'm not inclined to start until someone, everyone has their food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember where I was, but Aaron and I were maybe staying with somebody or somebody was over at our house. I don't know. These were like good friends of ours and listeners, you're lucky. I can't remember who, who it was because I'd be calling <laughs> you guys out. But we were cooking and somebody like got their food and went to the table and then yeah, right. immediately Going started eating. And I was just like... <gasps> Like, wide-eyed, like, trying to make eye contact. Like, no, you can't do that. You have to wait. <laughs> I think. No, I agree. That is a, a proper etiquette thing. And that's not just a, a Southern thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the rule is you can start eating when the host sits down and starts eating. There's, like, an actual... Mm, I see. Yeah. So everybody has their food, and then right. when the host, like, starts eating, you eat. Uh-huh. Somebody, I, I was wrong on my last etiquette thing, but I think that's what I had heard. <laughs> so that makes sense, though. Yeah, we're we're polite people. Um, I know that I've been talking about, you know, we, we both have been talking about how people with dietary restrictions are kind of annoying. The most. But I have to say that I think I'm lactose intolerant, and I think I have a gluten allergy. Oh my god. <laughs> Then you're not allowed to complain. I know, isn't that funny? But I ignore, I, I ignore all that stuff and just do what I want to. Yeah, well, you don't because I tried to get you to eat that LNS yogurt and you, no, you ate it once. And I then did. You're like, I can't ever eat it again. It was delicious. It's God's so gift. Yeah. It's so good. It's like dessert, mm-hmm. but it messes with me. Yeah. yeah. It, anytime I get my acid reflux, yeah, it sounds like I, like I'm sixty. Um, <laughs> I know something's off, and and uh, when I don't eat gluten or like yeah any gluten things, then I'm fine. And when I don't eat dairy, I'm fine. But sometimes I just got to. Because you can't restrict yourself <laughs> no. like that. That is what medicine's for. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Your doctor friends are listening and like turning over. I love all my doctors. <laughs> We're keeping them in business. We are. It's so sad. Here's one, and this is a server gripe. Um, a server that doesn't write down your order and then they get your food wrong. <laughs> like, but isn't it impressive, though, when they get it right? But it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I think if you're at a fancy restaurant, I've noticed that, like, fancier restaurants, they don't, they don't. write your stuff down. Oh. But... This happened when I was just at my local pizza joint, and I was ordering pizza, and I ordered Charlotte a small cheese pizza, and they brought her out macaroni and cheese. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) when you're out to eat with kids, you don't F around, man. 
you usually like bring them the food first because they're just trying to eat. Was it a, an issue? Yeah, Which because she we had our. No, I sent it back. Oh, you did? Yeah, because okay. she wasn't going to eat macaroni and cheese. But I thought she liked macaroni and cheese. But she wanted cheese pizza. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that's messed and up. And you can't rationalize with a two and a right. half year old. Yeah. So I was like, I ordered her a small cheese pizza. And he's like looking all flustered like you did. And I'm like, uh-huh. yes, I did. We are, this is my local pizza joy. This is not the Met. Why didn't you write my smush it down? Yes. <laughs> Luckily, it took like five minutes. But yeah, I, like I'm not impressed when you don't write stuff down. I'd <laughs> right. rather you write it down. And, and get, get it right. right. Yeah. So, I'm not paying premium prices for a good memory. <laughs> what do you take, like fish oil to get that shit right? <laughs> exactly. That brain food. Yeah. Are you allowed to say stuff like that when you're hiring? Like, how good is your memory? Can you take orders with that? Because, you know, I've never... Well, I mean, you hire them, and then if they mess up, you just fire them for being an Bye! <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I'm out of grapes. I think that's, I think that's it for me too. Oh, did I tell you that I'm allergic to eggs too? Oh my God. I know. Are you a peach? <laughs> Why are you so delicate? I am. I'm a delicate snowflake. Oh God. <laughs> what are we going to do with you? It's know. a good thing you don't pull all this shit out when we're out to eat. <laughs> I know. It's like, no. You just eat I'll like- have everything that I shouldn't have. <laughs> Thanks. You eat like a normal person. <laughs> Um, guys, we have a couple things to remind you about. One, follow us on Instagram, The Gripe Podcast. Two, leave us a review. Our iTunes page looks really sad. Oh, I didn't look at it. Because <laughs> it has no reviews. And I know you guys are listening because I see the stats. <laughs> so if you are so inclined, go on iTunes and leave us a review and yeah. maybe a comment. And also email us all your comments, your questions, your concerns at thegripepodcast at gmail.com. Email us your short stories and your poems. (laughs) Email us your novella. And we might read them on the next episode. Yeah, we will. All right. Thanks, guys. guys. Bye. Bye.